The subject today is Indiana's use of federal stimulus dollars, uh, phase three. As you know, uh, we think we've moved as fast as any state on the highway front. The first uh, two lists are out for uh, award now, and the third will go next week, likewise on uh, clean water. And today, uh, we want to talk about conservation. We have um, uh, an exciting program, we think, in prospect. An RFP will go out at the first of the week uh, that will lead uh, uh, to uh, major energy conservation in the state and the reduction of energy bills for, we hope, well over 30,000 low-income Hoosier households. Our um, uh, template for using the stimulus dollars remains the same. Speed, jobs, and to leave something of lasting value. In this case, the lasting value will be the reduction of between 25 and 50 megawatts of energy consumption uh, on an ongoing basis. That's the equivalent of uh, a tenth to a, maybe a, a fifth of a power plant. Um, so we're very excited about this possibility and look forward to seeing uh, two or 3,000 Hoosiers employed in the uh, uh, projects all over the state and uh, in uh, reductions of energy bills of 25 or more dollars per month in low-income households and as I say long-term conservation of a, a meaningful percentage of some future power plant that we will now not, not have to build. Yeah. Oh, undoubtedly more money than ever before will go through the uh, uh, traditional channels, but this is 11 or 12 times more money than has ever been used before. And uh, so it's pretty clear, common sense says we're going to need other actors involved and uh, this is a very exciting prospect. We think um, in our rural areas, for example, the REMCs may well choose to take part in this. Uh, it'll be open to all competitors. We will be looking for those organizations, nonprofit in every case, who uh, can make a good showing that they can achieve the most conservation and help the most Hoosier households uh, per dollar spent in the shortest possible time. So I don't think there's any question that the groups that have traditionally uh, received these dollars will receive more than they've ever seen, but uh, defies common sense to think they could suddenly absorb 11 or 12 times as much as ever before. When do you expect this to work for the PDM? As soon as possible. Once again, speed, jobs, and lasting results, whether the subject is highways or uh, clean water, or in this case, uh, conservation. And soon you'll hear about other programs that will always be our objective, and therefore everything here will be run on a very tight timetable. We want this work to start soon. The sooner we get the uh, uh, contracts awarded, the sooner uh, people can be hired, trained, and uh, work can begin. Among the There's going to have to be some, uh, a lot of training. Nothing on even remotely this scale has ever happened before. Again, we just had the biggest year ever, and this is 11 or 12 times as big as that. So, uh, but that's, I believe, what the president and the uh, 
bill intended that uh, people will be hired to, and they'll have to be trained on how to audit the energy use of a house, as well as how to install uh, thermostats or perhaps even more expensive uh, equipment. Let me say we're going to do the purchasing for uh, of uh, uh, equipment, thermostats, water heaters, perhaps furnaces, centrally uh, to make sure the dollars are stretched as far as possible and that, there, uh, uh, that uh, there's uh, less prospect of, of uh, favoritism or fraud. It is it's important for you to know that perhaps more than any other program in the stimulus bill, the federal authorities have stressed their concern about fraud and waste in this program. There's a history of that in some places, and um, so the scrutiny here at the state level, and I know eventually from the federal level, will be very tight. Governor, why weatherization? Some people might argue money of this amount might be better spent on alternative sources of energy. We're hearing all about wind power. Why not a bigger, bigger more localized project like that that benefits theoretically everybody with pollution-free, lower-cost energy? Well, first of all, you should direct the question to the Congress. They wrote the bill, and they told us that it had to be used essentially for this purpose. But I will say that the single best answer, I believe, the most important alternative energy source is what are sometimes called megawatts, namely the energy you never consume at all. Conservation really should be at the forefront of our, all our efforts to have a cleaner and more affordable energy future. We will, as always, uh, direct that as, as much as conceivably possible uh, be handled by Hoosiers. There may be some limits in federal law, but as far as we're concerned, every person hired and uh, every uh, uh, contract awarded should go to a Hoosier firm, and that'll be our, our aspiration. I'm just reporting to you what the uh, Inspector General and, and the federal authorities have said, but, but think about it. Um, this is a major um, freebie, uh, historically, several thousand dollars per home sometimes, free and clear, and somebody gets to decide who the lucky homeowner is and who, who's not, who's left out. Somebody gets to decide, historically, where to buy that furnace and from whom. And so it's not surprising that humans being humans, that uh, out there in all these years there have been some abuses. But uh, we, we think we've set up a program that, is, uh, that will minimize that and, and, just as important, stretch the dollar so we help as many people as we can, achieve as many um, uh, energy savings as we can. This money be first come, first served for the people who are eligible for it? Yes, that's the way the RFP is designed. Um, to be eligible, uh, you need to be on our energy assistance uh, plan now, which means that the homeowner, and it is homeowners, will have been certified um, as uh, low income and in need. And um, also preference will be given to elderly and disabled uh, applicants. But again, to uh, uh, minimize any favoritism, uh, the, uh, the list of eligible folks is, uh, that will be used is the one that's already in in being. Will the energy audit be uh, determined who gets the bigger ticket items like new furnaces? Or that's, up, that, that's what the contractor should respond to. Let, let me make a point about what I hope will happen here. 
um, uh, we are going to uh, measure energy savings per dollar spent. And I hope we'll see some real creativity, perhaps uh, some new approaches beyond what's happened in the past just year on year. And uh, as we move forward, those um, agencies that are achieving the most audited energy savings per dollar spent will be um, given more dollars to uh, spend. Uh, again, I'm hoping at the end of the day we will have averted the need somewhere in the future to build uh, a certain amount of uh, expensive and perhaps polluting um, uh, energy capacity. So we're going to, we're, we're looking for creative and perhaps new approaches uh, that uh, augment what we've seen done before. It'll be purchased in Indiana. We'll make so that's one reason we're going to do it this way. But there'd be no excuse I can think of for spending more money than uh, you need to, and thereby helping fewer people than you could have on some of these items. And so, it's exactly the same reason we centralize purchasing in state government instead of letting every department have its own credit card and buy its own um, supplies and equipment. And we've saved tens of millions of dollars doing it. So it'll be a guard against waste, it'll be a guard against favoritism, and it'll see that it'll ensure that we can, uh, you know, install more furnaces, more water heaters, help more people. But if the lowest bid comes from out of state, you prefer We will use the Buy Indiana program as we have uh, from our first day here. As you will recall, we've raised from around 60 to 85 percent the uh, state dollars that are spent in Indiana, and uh, that's another reason that uh, we chose this route. Um, it'll it will be, Sherry, a year from now, second installment. No, I think we'll do it. My 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 view is my uh, guidance has been. It'll be based on performance. So we will be measuring performance as we go. Was the money properly spent? Was it uh, effectively spent? How many people did you help per dollar? How, many, how much energy did you conserve per dollar spent? And we will reward and, and reinforce those agencies, whoever they are, who are doing a really good job. Indiana has a stimulus package, probably the best one around. It starts with low taxes because we have been careful about the taxpayer dollar. Next door in Illinois, they are, they are facing the biggest tax increase in state history. It's going to drive jobs across the line in Indiana, I guarantee it. That's the first part of our stimulus package is responsible government that keeps taxes and business costs very low in this state. Just this week, again, we were rated the best state in the Midwest, the third most business friendly nationally, with the sixth lowest cost, best outside the Sun Belt. That's the essence of stimulus in Indiana. The second part um, is uh, the biggest road building program in state history before the federal dollars came along. 
We're breaking records every year, as you know, thanks to the major moves transaction. And before the, um, before the entire nation caught the spirit of investment in infrastructure, Indiana was the national leader. And when you put the federal dollars on top, we're going to invest an astonishing nearly $2 billion this year. The third part of the Indiana stimulus program was cut in property taxes, which is helping a lot of people keep their homes and is leaving very meaningful dollars in people's pockets right now. So um, uh, we've had it. We had a stimulus uh, program before it was cool. So I take it that you don't think anything more needs to be done? We're going to do everything we, we can do. If you're asking, should we spend the state reserves, the answer to that is absolutely no. That's a formula for future tax increases. It's unnecessary, and um, we won't do it. Uh-huh. I think it's an absolutely excellent effort. And I just commend everybody and uh, who has contributed to it. It's the first and only plan that we've seen that in which the arithmetic works, in which actually uh, it, it corrects the historic imbalance. You're tired of hearing me repeat it, but it needs your your readers need to know that the program as it has existed was leaking money even in the, best, in the best of economic times. So of course it got worse when bad times arrived. This is the first plan that puts that back in balance and over time actually begins to, um, to uh, uh, collect enough money to start paying back the, what is owed and so forth. I think it's a very balanced um, Excellent effort, and so senators like uh, uh, Senator Cruz, for instance, who've been involved in it, I think have done a great public service. I wish I knew the answers to questions like this. No, I don't know. Um, uh, but um, you know, I'm hoping that those who are in charge of national policy here, and for that matter, economic policy in the other nations of this. Uh, world recession will make uh, wise choices so that we uh, we see a bottom sometime soon. The last uh, monthly revenue for down again. How mm -hmm. much closer are you to ordering another round of belt tightening? That's a daily exercise here. Um, we're looking every day in every corner. Uh, I will just tell you that we have made our own informal adjustments, looking at those numbers, and we've gone back to the forecasters who now have <clears throat> uh, three months of data since their last projection in December. It's very clear to us that revenues um, will be below the December forecast by several hundred million per year this year and in 10 and in 11. I shared that informal uh, forecast with the leadership of both parties earlier this week. Um, might as well look reality in the eye, not drift on into the middle of April with a, with a uh, forecast that is not realistic. We have to adjust our spending uh, to that, keep the base of state spending in the budget we're writing now uh, at or below the level of money which uh, we will be receiving in 2011, and that's going to be a 
a difficult uh, test, but less difficult here than in 40-some states of the Union. Well, we have spending restraint, the same tool we have, that we used to get out of bankruptcy four years ago and arrive at the current point. You simply have to make some decisions you'd rather not make, but uh, we've uh, shown an ability to do that. And, um, and we have to be very prudent in our use of all these federal stimulus dollars in a way that uh, uh, use them on one-time things, but uh, also in a way that makes it uh, certain that we are in solvent condition when two years gets here. You know, failing to do that is the way to become Illinois or California or many other states that I could name right now. Let me just talk about this from the positive standpoint. It goes back to, to uh, Leslie's question. Um, if we can do this, we will extend Indiana's advantage over other states. That ranking in the magazine this week that had us at the top of the list as a great place for jobs and investments will only improve if other, if other states are adding taxes and doing very, very unfortunate things, and we avoid it. So that's our goal, and uh, as I said, a very central part of our recovery plan. I have no idea what they're doing, and I suspect they don't either. I think they're making it up as they go along. I'm not faulting them. This is a very unusual situation. But I don't know. My assumption is that just like the other bailouts we've seen, it'll be directly between the federal printing press and the, uh, and the uh, companies, which are the beneficiaries. I don't expect it will, uh, that states will have anything to do with it. Well, we'll work with the Senate on that. But within, within the rules of the stimulus package, are you allowed to just hold back money? Maybe. States are asking that question. And, you know, certainly one option is to agree to spend that money on education, but, but ask the question, when? Blow it all in two years and then have an excruciating reduction the year after that? or uh, spread it over more than two years uh, while we wait for the world economy to come out of this. Well, we think the flexibility is there, but in this entire arena, um, we are operating right now with, uh, without guidance or uh, let alone final regulations, but it appears that amount of flexibility is there in the education context. Governor, uh, last week, <clears throat> excuse me, last week the Gary Sanitary District, which, if you will, is asking for a bailout from the tax caps, gave the Gary Mayor's son a $40,000 contract to record and videotape the Sanitary District Board meeting. 
Should that contract be canceled? And does that at all, at a local level, uh, mirror the outrage over the AIG bonuses when they're getting a bailout from the government? <laughs> when I considers my opportunities, I, how's that go? Marvels at myself restraint. You know, you're a much better judge than I am of what might ever outrage anyone in Lake County. If you, uh, if you weren't outraged a long, long time ago, um, maybe you're numb to the, to misuses of taxpayer dollars and so forth. I, I don't know any more about this situation than you just told me, and so I'll, I'll just stop at saying that uh, as I have a did up there recently. These are matters ultimately for the people of Lake County to judge. And they're entitled to all the lousy and sometimes uh, uh, corrupt government that they're willing to put up with and pay for. Is this the kind of thing the distressing the appeal board should be considering? Sure. The and, and did. You know, it, in this case, the, uh, you know, Pat's, uh, uh, I think, analogy is quite close to uh, in, in the sense that, uh, in the same sense that the auto companies, uh, who are now taxpayer wards of the state, um, ought, ought to have to show they're going to really change their ways, fundamentally change their ways. If they're going to justify what's going on, I would say the very same thing applies to anybody coming to the distressed unit board. If you put yourself in um, and, and bankrupt condition through your past practices, you ought to show you're going to change those practices before you ask the taxpayers to bail you out. Thank you very much. Thank you.